0: Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything, where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me to mix the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise, and many, many future generations continue to rise. Help you unlearn all the bullshit and shift into the next paradigm of truth, and to guide and walk with you on your spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you, so that you can find more light, love, joy, and gratitude using all the knowledge I have, and continue to acquire to help you live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, and have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. If you've been hanging out with me um, for a while, I love mixing the woo with the do. And that's exactly what this module is going to be about. It's going to be about the energetics behind your manifestation and um, so maybe some quantum physics in there and some neuroscience, some ways that our brain works. So we're going to kind of get the lowdown on how manifesting... What you truly want comes deeply from within, but also has a lot to do with science. Like people say manifesting and science, those don't go together. Yeah, they do. Watch this. Stay with me. So we're going to start off with beliefs and core values. What is a belief? A belief is something that you believe as the absolute truth. It is trust, faith, or confidence in someone or something. Where do we get our beliefs from? They start when we are young and are usually cemented into our subconscious by the time we're like seven or eight. Um, and then we can build upon our beliefs as we grow and we experience life, the world, all of those things. But we have some pretty solid, a pretty solid belief system by the time we're, you know, before the age of 10. So that's, you know, that's pretty intense to think about right there. Because here we are, like we're walking around here, trying to experience life as a human, not even realizing that, you know, we we didn't realize we had the choice to choose our beliefs when we were younger, like they're cemented in so early that we're running around like 95% or more of our actions, our ways of being are um, our habits and our actions and all of that stuff is on autopilot. And we just do it because that's just what we believe. Right. And then someone like me comes into your life and it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, did you know that you can change all that and that, you know, life can be easier and that, shit can flow and things can be pretty fucking awesome when you dig deep and really question the beliefs that you have and are they really true for you now because when we cement shit into our subconscious by the age of eight or nine or ten or whatever age it is that we really solidly believe certain things do you really think that they're serving you at like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, like however old you are? Those belief systems that you had then, some of them, yes, they will still serve you like um, you know, the difference between right and wrong, hot and cold, are we safe, are we not safe? Like there are certain things that you know, we don't want to just dip into our subconscious and change everything around because we just don't it would not serve us. We want to change the beliefs that no longer serve us any longer. that made sense, right? <laughs> that don't serve us any longer, and most of those are have to do with self worth self esteem money um, relationships, love, things like that. so like all the big shit. <laughs> Here we are struggling through life going, what the hell? Why isn't this working? That are the, those are the things that you can, you can change those. You can change the beliefs that you have now about things to what you want. It just takes some work. And you you know while you can do it alone, it's way easier to do it with somebody else who has um, you know been there, done that, got the T-shirt, um, or you know a group of friends that will support you and help you and guide you to, you know a place that will serve you going forward. Okay. I could go on and on about beliefs for a very long time, but let's talk about core values. What is a core value? A core value is a practice or a way of being that we use or are every day. It's an, an innate way of being. So some of my core values are connection, um, empowerment, spirituality, family, integrity, things like that. So like I can talk to anybody and there are also a lot of uh, many people that I find just are drawn to me to talk to me or to. I had a woman one time at a car dealership I didn't know this woman at all. We were just both outside at the same time. And, you know, you're being friendly, you say hi and you know, whatever, cause you're standing in the same space. And she just kind of went on to tell me kind of everything that was going on in our life right now. And I was like, Oh, okay. And it's not like the first time that's happened. It's, it happened a lot, even, you know, growing up with friends or, you know, whatever. It's just always been a part of me that I seem to be magnetizing to people to come to, to talk to. Um, so connection and I love connecting with people period. Like I would much rather be in front of you guys listening to this, like face to face than behind a screen, but it is what it is. Um, so what are your innate ways of being? What do you practice or, um, you know, I don't even want to say do because do is more like an action, but it's, it's just a way of being that you are in the world all the time. And now what the hell do these have to do with manifestation and moon energy? So this is where all the good stuff comes in. Your beliefs are the catalyst for the energy that you put behind your manifestations. They are what drive your thoughts, your words, your actions in order to call in what you want. So, if what you are trying to manifest opposes your beliefs or core values, which your core values are, are pretty, they are, you know, they just are innate in you. They, there's, I, I can't say for definite that you cannot change core values, but I would say that they are, you're like born with those. You're not born with belief system, but core values kind of come with your soul is how I feel. So that, and let me just say that that is another reason why, like if you were to get hypnotized or if you went to someone for hypnosis or hypnotherapy or something like that, like they would not be able to make you do something that goes against your values because they are so like, they're like DNA, like in there. Right, they're like in your DNA, and you like just can't. I can't even say you just can't change your DNA because that's you know possible too. But they are very innate. So somebody that is you know that you go to as a you know hypnotherapist, or you go to get hypnosis or whatever, like you clucking like a chicken on the stage, like is isn't going against your core values. But somebody couldn't make you like, you know, hurt somebody or steal something or, you know, be a complete asshole if that's not, if that goes against your core values. So if you're trying to manifest and your belief system goes against your, um, you know, your core values or what you're trying to manifest opposes your beliefs, your manifestation will most likely not materialize. So we believe to receive. If your manifestation is not coming to light and you have tried everything and you're like, I just don't understand, then it's time to dig a little deeper. It's time to be like, okay, what do i really think about actually having this thing that i want because that there's an answer there start getting really curious about why you, you're you feel like you're unable to call this thing in so the energetics behind your intention decision and commitment is the second part of this. And this is like mindset and energy. So are you manifesting with a scarcity mindset or are you manifesting with a growth mindset? So scarcity mindset is like desperation, like maybe your intentions are worded in a way that is of a scarcity mindset? And I'll we'll go into that in a minute. Or are you like forward thinking your manifestations in a growth mindset? Like, I know here's where I am now. I'm super grateful for where I am now and I cannot wait to get to this place. And I thank everything that has gotten me to here. And I thank everything that is going to get me there. And then there's fear versus determination. So fear can go both ways, and fear is also relative. Like all of this is relative. Reality is relative, right? So that's a whole other rabbit hole that I don't want to go down right now in this, but feel free to, you know, join me in the membership, and we will definitely go down that rabbit hole if you'd like. Um, But fear versus determination. So are you afraid of having what you want? Are you trying to manifest something out of fear? Um, Or is it determination? Like, I've made this decision. This is what I want this is why I want it. I know why I want it. And I know what it's going to bring to bring me or I like external things do not bring you happiness. So I don't want you to mistake it when I say it like that, but the determination that you will have this, no matter what it is a belief, right? Going back to that, it is a belief that you will have it. It is not, it's like a, um, it is confidence. It is a confident determinate determination that you are going to have what you want instead of the, a fear-based, um, belief that, you know, you don't really want this thing or You think you want this thing, but you're actually afraid of having this thing, which now means that you have to just heal something or there are beliefs that aren't serving you anymore. And then there there are boundaries, right? We have to make sure we set up our boundaries. What will I accept? What will I not accept? And then there's balance. Just like this beautiful image. I wish I knew who created this image so I could credit them for you, but I don't, but I love it. Um, There is balance. We are human. We have feelings. We have emotions. We cannot, (laughs) we can be positive all the time, but we don't want to go into toxic positivity, right? We don't want to stuff our emotions down and pretend to be positive because we think that being positive is going to bring us what we want. Because actually it's doing the exact opposite when you do that. It's actually repelling what you want because the universe knows your energy, your feelings, your frequency, your vibration. And then there is the law of attraction. Um, which is like attracts, like, so are you vibrating at the frequency of what you want? And this all comes down to the feelings and energy in your body, which come through you, through your mind, through your words, through your actions, through your thoughts, through all of those things. So see how this is all kind of tying in together. All right. So how do our minds work? Your mind does what you tell it to, it is a supercomputer. You think your thoughts. Nobody else thinks your thoughts like there isn't a little dude running around up there going, I'm going to press this button and make her think this today. I'm going to press that button and make them think this today. That doesn't happen. It does what you tell it to like, think of it as a computer and you are the programmer. It only understands the tangible part of your thought. So I'm just going to keep going here because it will all tie in in a minute. Your brain is also completely neutral and does not understand positive and negative. Like I said, which are relative anyways. Your subconscious works from your energetics. It is the feeling part of your brain, high vibe or low vibe. It understands your thoughts through images. Most of us, I have seen some articles and people say that they don't see images in their head or they don't have an inner voice like in their head. Um, And if you're one of those people, please let me know. Because you know i would love to talk and figure out how to help you better so understanding your uh, your subconscious understands your thoughts through images images make us feel now your conscious the things that you are conscious of is the logical part of your brain any thoughts, dreams, or desires you have go through the logical part of your brain first and either get accepted or rejected based on your beliefs, past experiences, and outcomes. This is like the fight, flight, or freeze. So here's what kind of happens. You have a thought, you have a dream or a desire. It goes through the logical part of your brain first, right? the logical part of your brain then sends a signal to like your subconscious and is like, hey, hey, do we believe this? Like, does this fit into our belief system? And your subconscious, like, will either pop it back and be like, nope, doesn't fit. Or it will be like, yeah, 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 bring this in. Like, we'll do this. So if it's popping it back out and it's something that you really want, then there's beliefs that need to be looked at, things that may need to be healed or shifted or changed. So what are you really saying when you say things? Sorry, I had to pause for one second. So if you heard the recording in progress, that is why. All right, so what you are really saying uh, when you say, I am sick of being broke. That's a low vibe energy. And you get back what you put out. Like attracts like, the law of attraction, right? You just told your mind that you are sick. So what do you think happens when you tell yourself that a couple things could happen you could actually get sick or your immune system now like pumps into overdrive going like what we're sick what where what what happened now i'm not saying that that's going to happen like if you say that every once in a while or whatever but If you're saying that constantly to yourself or to somebody else or other people, you're constantly telling anything that comes after I am, you are, you are declaring that as truth, that you are declaring that as um, an identity and So we want to really make sure that what comes after I am is what you really want to be. So by using the word broke, what happens? The images that flash through your mind could be things like an empty wallet, an empty bank account, uh, you not having enough money to go out and instead you're sitting home alone watching Netflix, which what happens? That like makes you bummed out. Like that lowers your vibration, lowers your frequency. So what's going to happen? That's exactly what you're going to get. What you just asked for by you saying, when somebody says to you, what do you really want? Like what, you know, um, do you want, do you, how do you want to make money? What do you, you know, what do you want to do about your situation? And you respond with, I'm sick of being broke. That is not telling anybody anything. That's telling you that you're sick and you're broke. <sighs> so apparently today is the day for interruptions. But anyways, yeah, you don't want to use Anything after I am that is not what you actually want. So how do we change it? We need to choose what you do want. Which is at a higher vibration. And it brings you to a higher vibrational match. So if you don't have something right now and you want something, usually that something is at a higher vibration. So when you're choosing what you do want, what's happening is your energy is lifting to the vibration that the thing you want is at. So you are vibrationally matching your frequency to what you want. And your decision to have it. So, you need to decide that you will have it. And we talked about this a little bit a second ago. With the boundaries, decide. Making a decision puts your mind into action. And it tells it what to go look for. It tells it, it it's like the the heat seeking rocket. It's the that is the switch that flips your mind From non-manifesting machine to holy shit, heat-seeking rocket manifesting machine. And then you need to take inspired action towards your goal, intention, or manifestation. Because regardless of what the secret says, you cannot sit in your recliner in your bathrobe pretending you're driving a Lamborghini and have it show up on your in your driveway. It doesn't work that way. And you can't meditate your way to it. There has to be action. It's just the way it works. Inspired action towards your goal. What do you want? So choose, decide, and take action. So, what are some ways that you can integrate and embody your new thoughts and habits? And this is just a short list. Please add to this list, tweak this list, do whatever you'd like with this list. (laughs) But this is what I know works for me. And, you know, if some of these, it, let me tell you this. If some of these things you're like, oh, hell no, Janessa, I'm not doing that. Ask yourself why first. Why? Why don't you want to do that? What do you think is going to happen if you do do that? What do you think will happen if you didn't do that? Be curious about your thoughts, especially the ones where you're like, uh uh, I ain't doing that. Where are they coming from? Why? Super, super curious. Be super curious. So, number one, and I actually learned this from um Catherine Zenkina is to rename your to-do list to a to manifest list. And I love this because what are your feelings? What feelings come up in your body, or um, you know, emotions, or how do you feel when you say, I have a to-do list, am I along? Right? You're like, Pleh you don't want to do that. It's low vibe. It's like a low vibration to-do list. You're like, I have to do it. It's things I need to get done. And it's taking all the time to do all the things. And I really just want to go do, you know, get my manicure or take a walk or go play with my kids or whatever. But I have this fucking to-do list that I have to do. But when you turn it into a to-manifest list, oh, and the other thing is for the to-do list, it's like only you can do the to-do list. That's what it like brings into your consciousness. These are things I have to do. But when you turn it into a to-manifest list, you open it up to all the possibilities of having these things on your to manifest list done, completed, brought in, called in, in any way possible. So if you're like, I have to write an entire email sequence for my, you know, whatever, my business today. And then your VA calls. And it's like, Hey, so I had some free time today. And I like started writing your nurture sequence and you're like, yes, you know, or you're like, Oh my gosh, this pile of laundry freaking sucks. Like and I'm saying that cause I'm like looking at a pile of laundry in my room right now, that I just started doing. So you're like this pile of laundry sucks and I have to get it done. And it's on my to-do list and you put it on your to manifest list And it's so super possible that somebody else may just come and help you do your laundry. Like you are opening possibilities for other ways of getting these things done. So number two is five times 55. And I also learned this from somebody else too, but I don't remember who it was. I do know that Catherine Zinkina does use this as well, but it wasn't her. Um, But thank you to both of you for doing this because while my hand does hurt and get tired after writing 55 times for five days in a row, it is ingraining your intention or manifestation as if it's already done into your being. Don't type this, get out a pen and a piece of paper and write it. It is the act of pen to paper and actually moving your hand to write the words that makes the hugest difference. And why is it five times 55? Uh, To be honest, I'm not really sure. Um, Maybe it's the numbers put together like five, five, five. I, I honestly have no idea, but I do know that it works. You are... Doing so many things when you do this, you are like putting this right into your consciousness to, and your subconscious, because your hand moving and you thinking as you're moving your hand, like takes energy, right? And it also is telling your brain like, whoa, she really wants this a lot, like, and we're thinking this a lot. Like, so you're not just writing it, you're thinking it, you're feeling it, um, and you're doing it over and over and over again, which is how do you build a habit? You have to do something over and over and over again to build a habit. So number three, dive into your shadows and do the fucking work. I know that shadow work can be unpleasant, but this is where your transformation really happens. When you dive into the beliefs that you have now that are not serving you any longer and you really look at them and you examine them and there may be things in there that you're like, fuck, I didn't want to know that. Like, I kind of put that away for a reason. Maybe there's some trauma. Maybe there's, you know, just some shit that you just don't want to look at. But I will tell you this. Your subconscious will not show you something that you are not ready to heal, okay? So just do the work. Go looking at your belief systems. What, like, like we talked about before, if there's something specific that you're trying to manifest that is not coming into your reality consistently and that there are patterns, where are your patterns where are you repeating patterns where what are your loops be curious about those why do i keep doing this thing let me i'm going to tell you a little story so when i first started coaching i traded coaching with a woman that did um weight loss mindset weight loss coaching and she was obviously really good at her at coaching because she, she got me to realize like, so here's a story. I used to love uh, uh, of cooking, right? Love it. I grew up with, uh, so two sets of grandparents. Very luckily I get to grow up with, but one of them was, uh, my Irish grandmother who learned how to cook from the, um, like straight from Italy, Italian ladies in East Boston. And I loved cook. Like we did not measure shit. We they're like, it was not like that. It was like, oh, we're just gonna make some make some sauce. We're gonna we didn't call it gravy because she was Irish, she still called it sauce. Um or you know, whatever it was, but there was always a pinch of this and a dash of that and a whatever. And then, um, you know, I I loved to cook for a long time. And then after my first marriage ended, I didn't want to fucking cook at all. I just didn't want to do it. I was like, no, it like actually made me angry to think about cooking, which led me to, not like eating properly and like waiting and waiting and waiting to eat because I didn't want to cook anything. So she helped me realize that because of some of the trauma I had in my marriage around having dinner on the table every night, have, feeling like I had to cook, now it was a chore it was a must do, it was a to do, right? That now I resented it and it kind of, and it made me angry. So, whoa, first of all, I had to go in and and look at that. Like, did you think that I wanted to realize that? No, I would have been, you know, I wouldn't have been really happy about, you know, not ever loving cooking again, but I now knew why. So when you do the work, you do the work. Number four, acknowledge, accept, and release the thoughts and stories that are no longer serving you. Like we just kind of talked about that. So I'm not going to dive into that again. But that is pretty much doing the shadow work. And then number five, practice conscious intentional decision making. Ah, this one's a hard one. Well, it can be a hard one if you, <laughs> if you haven't done it. Because we make decisions on autopilot. 95% of our decisions are made on autopilot based on the belief systems that we have. So practicing conscious, intentional decision-making takes some practice. But when you make the decision and you take the action, you focus your energy and then you get the support if you need it. So if you need help with whatever the decision was, or the action is, then you get it. Like getting help is not weak. Let's stop normalizing that. So in conclusion, everything's intertwined and it all starts with your beliefs, which feed the energy to become your thoughts, then the feelings, and then the emotions, which drive your actions and create habits. Say that 10 times fast. (laughs) So really what you focus on grows, right? Now, I've seen this quote from a couple of different people, Um, and it's pretty much kind of what I just said, but like, who better to say it than Gandhi, right? So your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, your values become your destiny. That values part, I'm still a little, I'm on the fence about that one, but Anyways, in conclusion, everything is intertwined. And it all starts with the belief system that was ingrained in you by the time you were seven. So are those beliefs really still serving you now? And that is it. You have completed the entire three modules of this class, and I am so fucking proud of you. So you're a total badass. Now it's up to you what you do with the information. What I would love for you to do with that information is come and join us in the You limitless Badass membership, which is right here in this little link. Oh, oh! I can't see it there, can you? Because I just clicked into the thing. All right, there it is. So it's at this link at my website, uspiritualbadass.com slash Y-L-B-A. And um i will put that link around this video somewhere as well so that you can see it click on it and come join us and just remember what you think becomes your reality all right we'll see you later But if you could manifest any desire you want faster without overwhelm frustration self-doubt guilt or self-sabotage Maybe you feel guilty for feeling that way, for wanting more. Like your life's pretty good and you should be grateful for everything that you already have. I mean, you've heard that statement your whole life, right? I know I did. Listen, your intuition ain't lying. There is so much more. And you get to have and do anything you want while being so super grateful for where you are right now. And while most people are busy settling for mediocre, You know you deserve more, and you're so ready to create your one-of-a-kind life where you get to have it all. And it will all be yours, because you'll know what most people don't. The best-kept manifesting secret weapon, Moon Manifesting. Join me free for the 30-day Moon Manifestation Mastery Challenge. And learn how to tap into the moon's natural, powerful energy to bring you what you want faster. Just go to slash moon -moon manifestation challenge and sign up today. Seriously, it's free. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. See you there.